This is a HeadGum Podcast. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Your specific facts will almost always change the outcome, and you should always seek an attorney before doing anything. Literally anything. Ryan Morrison is an attorney licensed in New York, and Austin and O'Connor are just normal humans not licensed to do anything anywhere. Proceed with caution. It's the evening after a long day at work, and you're sitting at home decompressing, watching some PewDiePie with your son. He's a huge streamer, your son loves him, and even you have to admit that he's entertaining to watch now and again. He's streaming PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, a game that you love messing around in, and it's the flavor of the month. He's shooting at some opponents by a car, his buddy's down, and then one of the guys rushes up and finishes off his friend. PewDiePie drops the N-bomb, not out of rage, but frustration, casually insidiously. He quickly backpedals, laughing, throwing in a bunch of fucking assholes to try to cover up the verbal misstep. You look over to your son, who's unfazed, still spellbound by the antics of the biggest YouTube personality there is. Did he not hear it? Did it just go over his head? Did PewDiePie really just say that on a live stream? And hello and welcome to Robot Congress, everyone. I am Ryan Morrison, the person speaking the Lovely opening narrative is Austin Hoffman, and yes. we're joined by our researcher and third co-host, Ryan O'Connor. Hello. I just got back from a month of travel from the International to Gamescom to And PAX boy, are your arms tired. And boy, are my arms tired. And I land, and the internet's on fire. Uh, PewDiePie, as everyone knows by now, said the N-word on stream. Certainly far from the first thing he's done online that... Uh, is deemed racist uh whether or not he is 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 obviously a silly question and irrelevant to this uh but what happened was the developers of firewatch came out and said they're going to dmca pewdiepie's video that he plays their game in the internet went nuts on both sides (laughs) with exactly that question can they do that uh is this an abuse of fair use is this an abuse of the dmca system uh are they allowed to in the first place and Two big camps formed right away. They each made an opinion, and then they tried to find evidence to support that opinion rather than trying to look for the actual answer. Well, I'm pretty sure Uh, if you just look online for evidence by looking by typing in what you want to see, you'll find it. Exactly. It's almost like people form opinions and then just want articles that support their own opinions. Yeah, and I've seen lawyers doing it as well. But the the legal answer here, we're not even going to play teaser with. It's pretty simple. And it's not the answer that you're going to like. It's not the answer that I necessarily like. But it's the answer. There's no dispute here. The law is the law on this. There's there's no gray area to even talk about. We're going to get into how we can create some gray area down the road or, or how this is different than a lot of other situations. But the, the, the easy answer here is yes, they are allowed to DMCA PewDiePie's video. Whoa, way to bury uh, the lead. Yeah, and to to walk through very quickly where we're at, uh, they had something on their website that said you're allowed to stream this game and you're allowed to do it commercially. You can make money uh, by streaming this and you're all good. And then everyone started posting that screenshot saying how can they have this up and then DMCA a video just because they don't like what the person said. You're not allowed to use the DMCA that way. Well, that's not true at all because <laughs> basically what that page is is a license for everyone to stream the game. That license, though, since it's just two lines written on a page, defaults to revocable. And since the license is revocable, that means that they can revoke it at any point and for any reason, including somebody saying the N-word. And even so, if it's it, but it doesn't say that anywhere. 
It doesn't have to since it's not. So it would have to say it's non-revocable for it to be non-revocable. Otherwise, it defaults to revocable. That's like when we talked about earlier with the contractor agreements with video games. Uh, If I pay Austin $10,000 to do art for my video game without a formal agreement, the law defaults to that just being a license. I'm paying him that $10,000 for a license to use that art. And that license is revocable. So I can literally pay him the $10,000 for that art. He can immediately revoke the license, and Ha-ha. I never get to use the art. Now I have uh, so the art, like and how, you how get like nothing. Steam games are kind of like uh, the license to play the game, but not actually the game itself. Yep, just like uh, when you buy exactly, you buy a game on Steam, you're buying a license to play that game, and they can revoke that. That's why they're allowed to ban you for any reason they deem fit. Uh, that's what most content guidelines say. There's usually a catch-all, bad behavior. Well, what is bad behavior? It doesn't matter. It's whatever they deem bad behavior to be, and then they can revoke your license to the game. So a revocable license is nothing new to this industry. It's just not normally talked about or seen because these things are pretty rare. But it's something that we live on eggshells about as lawyers because we know how crazy it is and how easy it is to revoke a license. Uh, A couple of asides since I have been traveling a month. I'm sorry I sound like I'm dying. Uh, We fixed the microphone issue, so that's good. Yeah. uh, Doesn't he sound beautiful? Tell him so. Yeah, and I have a bad cold now to make up for it, so so that's good. Good thing you uh, quit smoking. I did quit smoking. I, I'm about 17 days free. So everyone's wow. keep rooting for me. Yeah, uh, it's, do it's, it. Uh, yeah. So anyway, the the uh, the long story short here is basically the way this works is they revoke the license. They don't have to say, hey, PewDiePie, we revoke your license. Uh, there's no formal written notice needed. They revoke that license through that tweet where they said PewDiePie is no longer allowed to stream our games. We're going to DMCA him. Uh, again, the law's not written for this stuff. The law wasn't written around... Uh, a let's play video for YouTube. So the second they revoke that license, technically he's infringing from that point forward that that video remains up. Can they go back and sue him for the year he's been allowed to do it under that license? Absolutely not. not. Okay. Absolutely not. But they can stop him from using it immediately that second and they can stop him through a DMCA. Uh, he's not owned a cease and desist. He's not owed any of that. He, they can just immediately DMCA it. And yes, that means he could immediately get a strike and a lot of other bad stuff. But again, that's how this law works. That's not YouTube's decision. That's not our decision. That's not me saying that's the right way. It's obviously not the right way, but it's it's how the law is right now. The other thing the law is pretty definite on that that everyone has argued with me about all night is that let's play videos and streaming of games is not fair use. It's not anything other than infringing. The only reason it's allowed is because either the devs don't try to take it down or uh, Twitch, for example, has agreements with a lot of games, uh, licensing agreements, I'm sure. Other companies do as well. Other companies have more non-revocable licenses with some streamers or even revocable ones. And again, we just live on the hope that they're not going to be revoked. And you can understand uh, why why, the, why those kinds of licenses are, are given out or why people don't care. Because like, if but, people are streaming your game, then that makes people... I mean, we, we've talked about this before. This, that, might, that might make people want to play your game. For sure. But we also just did an episode on Persona 5 and how they came out with streaming rules. And those streaming guidelines are perfectly allowed. They said, if you want to stream our game, fine, but here's rules for it. It didn't stop the the internet internet from hating them. Yeah, and that's the problem. So, I mean, it's not the problem. I mean, that's maybe how we change the laws. But the internet does not agree with the law clearly, and that's fine. I don't either, but that's that's where we stand. Uh, But doesn't fair use cover, like, instructional videos? Like, if... Like, what if you twitched and you were like, "Hey, I'm going to teach you how to play like Player Unknown's Battlegrounds." No, that would be such a reach to try to fit that under educational. I really don't think it would work. Again, I'm not saying that's wrong. Actually, there, what I learned if to you... play Dota on instructional videos, but 
I, le- I used to tank in WoW, and I learned all that from instructional videos. So I think those are truly educational, but I don't think there's a judge in America who would understand that argument. PewDiePie is self-admittedly no stranger to controversy. Throughout his channel's history, he has made several remarks and comments that people would consider inflammatory. Let's go through a few. PewDiePie mentions in a comment in his video from April 24, 2016, titled Old PewDiePie versus New PewDiePie, where he compares the quality of his old videos to his new ones, in which he says, it just shows how gay you are. PewDiePie himself admits that he's not happy with that comment and that he has grown as an individual since then. He says, I was so immature and I just thought things were funny just because they were offensive. But that didn't yeah, and, I mean, to his credit, we've all said stupid things when we were kids and growing up. I mean, I used to call everything gay when I was a kid. Everything. That's gay. That's Did gay. That's gay. M- make a, uh, a millions watch video saying gay. Everything's gay. No, but I mean, this was years and years ago. And I understand that that culture and things change. And to his credit, he came out and said the quote is, I just wanted to make clear that I'm no longer making rape jokes. As I mentioned before, I'm not looking to hurt anyone, and I apologize if it ever did. It's that's true not, that culture I mean, does change, that's not, and what's I'm acceptable sorry, that's, changes. That's not good enough to me. It's it's one thing, like you and I and Austin in an indirect way, because he's an idiot, say pretty offensive shit. But the problem is, is we're not reaching millions of individuals with the dumb things we say. So you're he saying did. that there's a certain sure. responsibility once you're once you're hitting a certain number of views. Especially when you know that your audience is majority, like the majority of them are under the age of 18. Yes, I do think that you have some sort of responsibility. All right, you're a social justice warrior. No, I'm kidding. I agree with you. Of course, of course, I agree with you. I think that that I think that an example like currently just happened last night. Uh, Jackie Collins, who who is over at Adult Swim, not that Adult Swim had anything to do with this, so don't don't combine the two. But uh, and I don't even know if it was her quote. I just saw her tweet it that. If you say something angry, you say something not angry. You know, it's part of your vocabulary. Your brain doesn't create language when you're mad. Uh, so I, I and I agree with that. I think that, you know, the fact that he just let that slip out and it, it blurted out when he was upset means that is something that he says on the rig frequently. Yeah. He also has a history of making homosexual slurs of which he went over in 2016 as kind of a uh, reflection on his streaming history. He mentions the fact that through 2010, through once again about 2012, that he would call things gay, just like you said that you used to back in high school. But unfortunately, this is eight years after your high school years. So, I mean, it's 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 come more into the, the social norms that you shouldn't be saying stuff is gay when you mean something in a derogatory fashion. Anyway, I digress. As opposed to fantastic. Uh, another example of a video that could be considered off-color is a video he published in 2012 called It's Raping Time. Oh, Jesus. Unlike the video I mentioned before... PewDiePie removed that video later in the same year due to outcries from his fan base in regards to the offensiveness of the video and what they claim to be the trivialization of sexual assault. Yeah, you don't say. Uh, More recently, PewDiePie has come under fire for videos and commentary that the public has claimed paints a picture of PewDiePie being a Nazi. (laughs) In August of 2016, he produces a video called Snail Race. Does he? I haven't seen this video. Does he use like a snail on over his lip in between his nose? He races snails, putting snails on motorized boats and racing them across a pond. PewDiePie donned what could be construed as a World War II era military uniform and spoke in a Germanic accent. He makes mention of genetically altering the snails throughout the video, which one could take as a throwback to the eugenics experiments performed by the Nazi regime. Later on that year, he puts out a video called "I'm Racist?" Question mark. This video consists of PewDiePie reviewing published critiques of him and responding in kind. Throughout the video, he claims that the articles are bad and fake articles. 
The video in and of itself are not controversial until the end when he dons the same military uniform from the snail race video and shows PewDiePie watching a video of Adolf Hitler giving a speech. Wow. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, well, Dick continues. Obviously, Which again is dumb jokes. He's not. I, I I know Felix. He's not a Nazi. You know, it's it's just I'm Jewish. It's absolutely untrue. But is it? Does it open the door for a bunch of little kids to, to then think Nazi jokes are funny? And for me to get constant tweets all day just saying kike? Yes. Uh, you know, the two things are very much related. But so he thinks it's funny. He thinks he's making a dumb joke, and it is a dumb joke, and it could be funny in some context. Everything can be. Almost anything can be joked about. The problem here is there's not a lot of thought to it. It's not a very good joke. And uh, like I said, it's just the the Pepe Frog Army just starts tweeting kike at me and every other Jewish person, uh, and they use videos like this as a as a precursor to saying it's not offensive. You shouldn't be offended. You know, it's just a word. And again, you know, what O'Connor said, it definitely seems like if you're going to be reaching that many people, it would be a good idea to think about the content that you're putting out. Considering you have to make the content, it's not like for sure. It's not like yes. you're sneezing I, and, I, and a video comes out. Most notably, in February of this year, PewDiePie goes on to put out a video in which he pays two actors from Fiverr.com to hold up a sign that states, Death to All Jews. That this was is less what, funny. This is also when Disney cuts ties to PewDiePie. This is also it's when PewDiePie. Moose, you sound ridiculous every time you say that. I, it's uh, funny, I'm, though. It's, I no, it's PewDiePie. I watch people on the internet. So, uh, <laughs> I started like he, six or seven months lost, ago. It's not bad watching people on the internet. Agreed. At this point, this is when YouTube cancels his YouTube Red channel, Scare PewDiePie Multiplayer, as well as this is when he loses his Google preferred status, which means that when people look him up via Google, he gets to be put at the top. Most recently, PewDiePie released a video on 8-16-17 after the violence of the Charlottesville protest, stating that he would be, quote, distancing himself from Nazi jokes, as he does not want to be associated with the pro-Nazi protesters. And when Dis- when we say Disney cut ties with him, that's more importantly makers makers, which is uh, the the giant MCN that basically everyone on Earth was assigned to before they just cut eighty percent of their their talent. But and MCNs are and MCNs are multi channel networks, so they're the the people that kind of run the back end of YouTube. They're the people that make sure when a copyright strike comes through that the creator has a way to fight it. Uh, they help you get ad revenue and they push you all around. Uh, they're pretty notoriously hated, and uh, we did an episode with Sebastian Delvaux on on uh, his MCN Paragon, so I urge you to go into our awesome. backlogs and check that out. But yeah, long story short, this is not the first time PewDiePie's been in trouble here. Uh, he is no stranger to saying something stupid and getting in, in losing something over it. He's lost his MCN deal. He's lost his verified status on Twitter. He's lost his Google preferred status. He's lost his YouTube Red Show. He still has 57 million subscribers, is richer than anyone you know combined, and he's fine. Uh, the downside is, you know, he's kind of destroying his notoriety and, and love of by, love from the people by doing these things over and over again. And uh, you also have is, all the YouTube creators that are getting upset because he's kind of like like the face of YouTube, right? And, <laughs> well, and, right, and, and advertisers see this stuff, and just like the Wall Street Journal made very famous uh, over the Death to All Jews video... They come in and they really shut this stuff down and they, and they hurt everybody. It, this stuff, it, I, I, there's a lot of theories out there that PewDiePie just kind of hit a level of fame where there was nothing else to do. And he said, I'm going to just push the line and see how much I can get away with before I lose this all because I'm set for life. I don't need any more money. He has millions upon millions of dollars. Uh, I don't agree with that. I think that he's always been kind of a shock jock and just his audience was children. And as he got too popular, people start nitpicking things and seeing that he's always done things like this. 
and now he can't really get back to not doing things like this. No, he's he's in like the permanent limelight. Exactly. And so Firewatch basically came out and said, I also, as much as he wasn't thinking when he said that word, he being Felix, I think Firewatch came out without thinking either. Sean Veneman from Campo Santo, the, the dev studio that published Firewatch, came out and said, you know, we're going to DMCA PewDiePie videos. I think that was done very quickly without thinking of the results of the internet and i think that he thought it would be only good feedback uh do i agree with it i mean i don't know i i i understand that as a game creator you don't want someone you consider a bad person playing your game i get that i also know he's already had that video up for a year it helped firewatch shells for sure and this didn't really need to be commented on by by everyone like that but and just a brief fyi firewatch is a first person like mystery game where you walk around with a radio and you're in a forest and it's 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 pretty well made it's a thoughtful game for sure it's not the genre that i'm in love with but i know it's very well received and and people love it uh so it's that, more art it, than game yeah but, but he that, also sean vanneman also makes note of the fact that he it's almost contradictory because he they have now made money off of the amount of views that pewdiepie had he makes mention of the fact that it's been watched by 5.7 million people yeah, and, that and they've made money off of it. And right, he's but I, th- I think the idea... Critical. That's the point of a revocable license. He's allowed to revoke that license, even after 5.7 million views. So again, you can hate the law here, but you can't argue with it. That is the law. And I think uh, the idea behind it was, like, we, we've been making, you know, a lot of sales off of this video, but we don't believe in this, so we're going to pull it. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. This summer, it's the perfect time to create your own website. You can make a splash for your business. With Squarespace, you can create a beautiful website to showcase your work. You can sell products and services of all kinds. You can promote your physical or even online businesses, because it's online, on the internet. Squarespace does this by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers, analytics that help you grow in real time, built-in search engine optimization, 24-7 award-winning customer support, and nothing to patch or upgrade ever. You get free and secure hosting with Squarespace. People that use Squarespace are people like jewelry designers, clothing designers, instructors, record labels, gyms and studios, real estate brokers, and gamers. Check out Squarespace at squarespace.com. Register a domain name, start your free website or online store trial. When you're ready to launch, use offer code ROBOT to save 10%. That's offer code ROBOT. We're brought to you by Penn State World Campus. It allows you to earn your Penn State degree online from anywhere in the world. Getting more info is easy. Visit worldcampusinfo.com. Penn State World Campus has admissions counselors and coaches available to help you decide if Penn State World Campus is the best fit for you. Penn State World Campus's convenient, flexible online format is a great option if you're a busy working adult or want to set your own pace to earn your degree. Remember, getting more info is easy. Visit worldcampusinfo.com. Penn State World Campus is ranked in the top 10 online graduate programs in business, education, engineering, and technology by U.S. News and World Report. Learn how Penn State World Campus can help you reach your educational goals by visiting worldcampusinfo.com. Penn State World Campus, a world of possibilities online. Now I think we're going to spend the second half of this show going through the thousands of tweets I got last night of people who just do not understand 
the situation or the law, and you we're going to literally gotten thousands of tweets. Yeah, I think Twitter it. explodes yes. after thousands. I get thousands of tweets an hour. I'm very popular. No, I'm kidding. It's, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, you know, uh, yeah, Total Biscuit was was explaining some things, and he retweeted out my opinion, and it turned into a lot of people. With a lot of feedback, we'll call it. So I'm going to go through this list right now. I'm going to read questions, comments, concerns from people who don't understand the law or confused okay. by it or even just confused by the situation. I'm not going to read all the ones that spent their night calling me a kike. Wow, what the? Uh, I, I, yeah, see that the I see that the. I see that. I have interest. And these are people who follow me. Like, just unfollow me. It's. I'm not going to block them because I feel like when I block someone, it gives them. Like that's what they're looking for. Well, were they what, were they were they throwing it around like 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 friendly like jostling you in the shoulder, just calling? No, no, you no, 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 no. They know I'm Jewish. They they know it irritates me, and it, I mean it doesn't. I actually get offended by nothing, but it's it's uh, they think it does. But I know when you block a troll, that it's like a badge of honor to them. They get to go to all their friends, and by friends I mean someone they know on a forum because they don't have any friends, and say, look look who blocked me today. Isn't that cool? I finally got to him. So I just ignore them. Or I it is them, like a, it's then, like a merit badge probably. It, for sure, I think so. That's literally why I don't block trolls. But anyway, uh, <laughs> they're not some sort of hydra. You should get ri- you should delete them or block them or whatever you have to do. They no, can they literally, literally be hydras. Hi- as soon as you cut one off, they make two more accounts. That's right. <laughs> that's why you shouldn't have a Twitter. No, that's, that's why you have to people. burn the body. Actually, so isn't a fire. shop. P a w k e s h u p says, "Is there some kind of example you have as to why let's play videos are infringing? Because as far as I know, no one has gone to court for this issue as yet. More just move on, and that's the truth. Everyone who's been, everyone I know of, with a let's play video or or streaming something that is a video game and has been told to stop, they settle or they respond to the C and D and say okay, and they just walk away. But why do the we reason- never hear about these settlements?" Well, because those settlements all have an NDA attached, a non-disclosure agreement, which says we're, we're going to allow you to settle, but you're not allowed to talk about this. Also, we do hear about plenty. We hear all the time about uh, a game do, issuing a takedown and proving they have control of it and the, the streamer saying, OK, sorry, and fixing it or Twitch changing their rules. Or we saw Nintendo come out with that ridiculous uh, influencer platform where they said, you're, we're going to give everybody a license to stream our games, but you have to give us revenue in return. Yeah, that was an interesting idea that fell as flat as the Skyrim mod market. Yeah, it's it's so it's but again it's it's them attempting to fix this the issue because who, who owns this stuff a, hundred, a thousand percent the developers they made it uh, or the publishers and you know obviously depending on the deal but certainly not the streamers and it's well no but if you're streaming it aren't you changing the content and that falls under fair use. I don't think that it depends on what you do with it, would it not? Like if you're just playing a video game on the Internet, you're using their creation for your monetary game. There's no there's it doesn't seem like there's a a gray issue there. I I feel like if you're instructing people on how to play or if you're like, I'm streaming it to my critique of it, that's one thing. But I don't know. I'm not the legal. To be clear, though, it's not. I mean, that's all still infringing. And uh, you can argue where the line is, but there is no line. It's all infringing right now under the law. Is there an argument for fair use uh, for a Let's Play video, or which is maybe educational or maybe being watched for the personality? For sure. And I would love to argue it. I think we will argue it one day. My, my, uh, my partner, like Michael and I, are obviously advocates for free, fair use and free speech on the internet. And we talk to people all the time about it. T.L. Taylor, who's at MIT, a, a wonderful professor, uh, has made a great argument for the, the fair use and transformative nature of of these these videos but we have have an elevator pitch for that argument yes the long story short on that argument is that exactly what o'connor said you know people are watching it not for that game they're watching it for that personality when john trump puts 
80 games in one of his videos back in the day that that every you know millions of people flock to uh, not to bring up someone else in trouble for similar stuff but you know millions of people flock to it and watch this they weren't watching it for the random 90s game he was playing they were watching it for jontron and that's true of most let's play videos too people are watching it for the personality they like oh it's like uh, that fantastic example that you have about uh that prince video in the back of the baby dancing right so Lens v. Universal is that case where uh, uh, Universal sued the family saying, you guys put up a YouTube video with Prince music in it. They said, no, we put up a video of our baby dancing. No one cared that Prince was on the back TV. Uh, <laughs> but And they won. I mean, that was a win for fair use. But games have nothing like that. Games have nothing of this sort. And it's not so inconsequential here. Let's play videos or sometimes you don't even see the guy's face. It's it's all gameplay. And with that, you... you and the, and the entire point of the video is that gameplay it is that game yeah you uh, could see the developer stand like you could see the point uh, for sure I, but you also see that all night last night people kept saying this is transformative this is transformative this is transformative and i don't think anyone disagrees it is transformative the problem is that's one factor in fair use transformative is is one of four and the other three are just not in let's play videos favors what are the, it's other the three? nature of the use which is uh sorry it's commercial. The, the big one is, is commercial use, which is what most judges rely on. And all, you can look at PewDiePie's millions and millions of dollars that he's made off these videos. And you can say, OK, this is purely commercial in nature. He should absolutely have to give back to the person who made the game he's making all this money off. And the, he doesn't. I mean, that's arguing it's fair use basically means you don't need a license and you shouldn't have to pay anything to the people who made these games. And that's fine. But that's an argument that's not going to fly in a courtroom I'm aware of until we argue it ourselves. Ha 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 ha. All right. So to say that you're going to argue it in court soon with your other lawyer buddies in lawyer town, do you think that this is in the next couple of years, next decade? Like, do you have any sort of like professional guess? No, I mean, it's hard to say because I it's it's I, like I don't think this is going to go to court. It, it was a video that's a year old. that He doesn't care about it anymore. I think he's going to he's going to let it fly. Uh, I could see – I think an argument like that is probably going to be from a company like Twitch versus a publisher where they're going to say we don't need your permission to let our players stream this. Oh, if player yeah, something unknown, big. Yeah, if Player Unknown said tomorrow, Twitch, sorry, we don't, we're not going to let you stream our game, I could see Twitch going to court over that and, and arguing the fair use transformative nature and, non, uh, and, and, and how it's, too di- it's different enough that blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of arguments to be made. But right now, there is no there is no question that they're infringing. There is no question that those licenses are revocable. Unless you have a formal license, which you can get. If you're a big streamer, reach out to the game studio and say, hey, can you sign this saying I'm allowed to stream your game and it's not revocable? If they want you to stream it, they will. And and that's it. I mean, there's no way around that. Is it recommended for streamers to do that, to like get permission from the company? It depends on the, the streamer. It depends on the company. I mean, a big company is not going to answer a streamer with 100 subscribers but if you are a major streamer yeah of course they'll they'll talk to you about it and if they're an indie studio maybe they'll talk to anybody about it yeah i because again that kind of exposure even if it's from small streamers it it seems like a positive thing even though of course you could argue then that people are watching the video so why should they play the game and in this argument i would i would bet that this license would be revocable even if it's non-revocable because keep in mind, this is the law, and the law doesn't like sense or logic. And a non-revocable license is still revocable under a plethora of different reasons. Most will be spelled out in that licensing contract. And one of them that's always a catch-all is something along the lines of, uh, basically, if you do something immoral, any kind of bad actor uh, saying the N-word on a stream, that would allow you to revoke the license to that person. Because you don't want your company associated with someone who says the N-word on a stream. That's totally fine, totally acceptable, and totally in most licensing agreements. 
Okay, well, it seems like more. It just seems like most people don't know that revocable is the is the general status of things. Right. So they, they don't. Now they I, do. I think it's what. <laughs> and now and they, they do. do. <laughs> well, yeah. And by the way, I think that the that the most famous actor, uh, Patrick Stewart, said as Jean Luc Picard that oh. so long as laws are absolute, there can be no justice. I hate you. Why? On a different Why? side. Um, so I got a lot of tweets saying, isn't this a malicious use of the DMCA? They're not using the DMCA over copyright. They're using the DMCA over uh, stopping someone they don't like from using speech they don't like. So they're clamping that's, down on free speech. That's the idea. Well, that's not true, though. So that's – yes, they're they're targeting someone over what they said. But the way this worked, this was not a DMCA to stop free speech. This was a DMCA because – they have control over who plays their game, and they're allowed to say, I don't want you to play my game because I don't like what you do or who you are. Uh, and they yeah, revoked that a- license. It's now infringing, and now you can issue a DMCA under a legitimate copyright infringement claim. And that's yeah, what to happened. Go back, to go back to our like our old episodes, I mean, can people not see the difference between the Alex Maurer takedowns and this one? This one seems way different. It's not malicious at all. It's, it just seems like, like if I made a video game and then someone gets on there and starts streaming like, man, I love Ryan O'Connor's video games. But, you know, also who I also I like Adolf Hitler. It's like, no, I don't want you to I don't want you to play my game and my game to be associated with that. Right. Like, I, I don't think that's malicious at all. It's, it's, it's not it's not malicious. Game. It's just people see they see somebody that they, that they like being attacked by a, a small game studio. And they think that the game studio is in the wrong because they're on the other person's team. Well, it's also just a matter of free speech, and I get that. I mean, I, I got a lot of tweets saying, well, you know, you would kill someone for words. What about freedom of speech? Freedom of speech obviously doesn't exist here. That's a, that's a very silly argument. Uh, freedom of speech doesn't exist in Walmart. It doesn't exist on YouTube. There's no freedom of speech. It's not a constitutional right under a private company. But regardless, uh, Drifter had a, a really good question that a lot of people did. But Drifter said, does granting wide permission for many to stream while removing permission from one person count as actively enforcing your copyright and, and your license here? So basically what that means, as far as I understand it, is... Yes, thank uh, you, because I didn't understand it. Basically what he's saying is they granted a license to everyone, and now they're revoking it from one person. Is that how that license works? You know, it's a wide license. You have to revoke the whole license. Does this mean now everyone playing Firewatch is infringing? And and no, it doesn't. You can revoke that license just from one person. You're absolutely allowed to do that, and that's what they did here. And uh, so no, they're 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 in, they're protecting their copyright under the law as well as you need to, and they're doing it the legal way. But once again, it, revocable, like you said, is the basic status of it. So are they really? It, it doesn't seem like they're activating the ability to revoke it's just they can revoke it anytime and they just choose to do it for this one person just happens to be the most popular youtuber out there right and they can do it to anyone else they want to and so can most game companies most game companies operate under this revocable license structure and most game companies can silence anyone they want whenever they want when they revoke something do they revoke it from the person or from like the youtube channel like if pewdiepie made another channel uh called not PewDiePie. I don't, uh, called not PewDiePie's channel. Uh, could he stream and you know not have an issue until they revoke it again? Sure, and then they'll revoke it again, and they'll have another <laughs> strike against his channel. So no, I wouldn't do that. It would be uh, a strike against his new channel, though. But yeah, when you so licenses are granted to an individual or a company, just like anything else, and and they revoke that just the same. Chris Herring on Twitter asked, uh, is it possible that the the issue here is that the license was for streaming and that this was a YouTube video they're taking down? Uh, what's interesting here is there's a possibility that Firewatch could sue PewDiePie for the past year. 
because he's been using their video on a on a YouTube video for the past year without permission. Oh. That page does say stream. It does not say video. And those are two different licenses. Absolutely. Uh, when you give somebody permission to stream on Twitch, that does not mean they get permission to make a VOD on it. That's It's a really good argument. It's, it's a very kind of obvious one when he said it. I was just flustered and, and tired, I swear. But it's uh, you know, it's something that is is true. They, that I didn't want to start with that because it it muddles the rest of this argument. Wow, that's but a smart question. There is a legitimate contract claim here if they wanted, a, a, or a, a breach of license here uh, against Felix. Ian Kidd asks, so they could explicitly grant the license, then revoke it secretly and destroy a YouTube channel with so with many DMCA notifications legally. Uh, the notification requirement for revoking a license is going to be different everywhere, but. Secretly, certainly not the right word, uh, but it's it's revoked, and you can treat that tweet as a, a revocation where they said we're going to be DMCAing. Uh, that is along the lines of you no longer have permission to use this. And uh, yeah, I, who knows what other kind of notification they sent, if any, who knows what is required under uh, where those two individuals are located. But America is, is one of the friendliest places in the world of fair use. Canada doesn't even have fair use. We're not behind the times on this one. It's just the, the law of the world is behind the times. And yes, you can just potentially have your YouTube channel destroyed this way by, by devs coming in all at once and revoking their permission and, and taking down your channel. Now, this might be a dumb question. Now, say PewDiePie has his uh, stream saved and there's multiple examples of him playing like PUBG or... It doesn't matter. Live streaming is different than video. Okay, but if if he has several of them saved up, would each one be considered a takedown or would that all just be one game? Uh, oh yeah. Each video is a each different video is an infringement. So he could get three strikes in, in, in like 30 seconds. He for sure. 30. Yeah, it happens. I mean, we have people who they, they uploaded star Wars in 30 different bits. And then all of a sudden they have 30 strikes on their channel under the law. This is no different. I know that sounds more egregious and more obvious, but this is no different. So that last question is is legitimate. Like, if a company just sat back and it's like, okay, I'm going to wait till you make exactly three videos, and then wham, they put down the DMCA claims on each and every one of those three videos. You can you can destroy someone as big as, as PewDiePie. Yep, and especially if if imagine this Firewatch dev didn't go public with this, and instead he called every indie dev that PewDiePie's ever streamed and said, hey guys, if you uh, don't like people saying the N word, then why don't we get together and all strike at the same time? They could have absolutely done that. Wow. Yes, yeah. that's, that's scary. That's a, that's a little scary. Well, we I, talked before about how there's one reason that you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket, and why you should definitely have a personality and a, a, a way to a way that people that enjoy your content to find you. Uh, in besides just let's say YouTube, like also have Twitter, also have your your videos elsewhere, because if somebody decides they don't like the videos you've been streaming, yeah, they can just kill your channel and that's it. I also would really like uh, if if people started looking at licensing agreements and looking at the right way to do things. But I, I, I think they're we're so five long. years away from that. Yeah. Listen, until, until they can plug that stuff into the back of my neck, like in ghost in the shell. Yes. I brought it back. Then it, it nobody's going to read them. You don't ghost have to read it. You should just get one, get your lawyer to read it. I'm, I'm the resident paranoid a-hole that lives in, in a basement bunker, but that's scary to me that, that you can maliciously try to, take people to almost like the Alex Maurer case that you can well, just the problem is is that you're using other people's content to make your livelihood you're you are not necessarily creating art here you're using other people's work to you're you're piggybacking but off of other people's work do you not so see the difference the that, that if, if the firewatch guy said you know if, if you make something racist I'm going to tell him to take it down that's one thing like he came out he said it but there's another thing to sit back and wait until someone does just enough bad things to take them down you don't see the difference in that I they see the difference but... bad things yeah it's 
He can revoke it's, it's this. The, just to be clear, they, he could have revoked this license for no reason, whether or not. Yeah, he did it's just bad. it's their game. They could just say no. I, I'm I'm not doing that anymore, and we're DMCA. And you don't the think videos. that there's any problem with that? Just because I, the, I certainly I, think there's a problem with it. Be, I just you're being think that I'm talking about the law. You're being Twitter. Yes, I do think there's a problem with it, but that is the reality of it. Uh, the reality of the situation. I don't think I'm being Twitter. I don't even have oh, one. Oh, you you already I'm, turned into Twitter. I, oh my God, you've turned into Twitter without even knowing you were Twitter. It's amazing. Uh, no, That's so when true. I, what's very important to understand is I am not defending the law when I go through the law. I'm explaining the law because the law is one way, and it's what Austin said. Under the law, PewDiePie has created very little original content. Most of it is using someone else's work. And then adding a little to it. But that's called a derivative work. He's adding something and his own personality and his own jokes. But what you're really watching is a video game that someone else made. And that video game gets nothing out of this. Now, the argument, of course, is he gets a lot of views. People see that and then go buy the game. But the law doesn't look at it that way. The law says PewDiePie is making millions of dollars off this without the company's permission or, or maybe with this kind of license. And that's fine. But he's not getting uh, any formal licensing. He's not doing a revenue share. He's not giving anything back to them. And that's the problem here. The law says the game developer who made this game that created the core element that people are watching should be taken care of. And they're not in a traditional sense. Yeah, unless you have some sort, like like we talked about earlier, unless you have some sort of agreement with the studio, it you're basically just using their work to make your, your videos, which is which is fine so long as shit doesn't get stirred up like this. I'm just saying it's scary. That's yes. all. Well, unfortunately, the law hasn't really caught up with YouTube, and we don't. Even, by the time the law catches up, YouTube might not even be a thing. Yeah. Yeah, not they'll make laws for YouTube, kind of and there will be us tube. I don't know. Not well, even tubes. But that's true. I mean, that's that's absolutely true. By the time the law catches up, we're going to be on the next thing, and it's and we're going to be on the next thing out of necessity. We'll be on brain drain. Well, because this attacks. this industry is is fed up with bad laws. And hashtag where's the fair use can only happen so many times before we just figure out another way to get out of here where the DMCA can't touch. The only way to get around the DMCA I know is to make a fan game. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm kidding. I still got no, a No, we're not today. supposed to. I, I, I won't say the person's name or the game, but for all intents and purposes, this is the same level of fame. He messaged me and said, hey, I, I, you know, I'm a fan of Star Wars. I want to make a, a Star Wars game. Is that cool? And I just wrote back, no. And he said, and then he messaged me again, and he said, it's going to be free. And I said, I'm sorry, that's oh not okay, God. don't do that. And he said, even if I make, make no money from it. Oh, my God. So now I'm going to stop answering him. But he's not trolling. Like, this is this is real. This is how many people don't – I mean, listen, not everyone in the world sees my AMAs and listens to our podcast. Despite no, and it seems obvious to us because we talk about it all the time. And But, but it seems obvious to other people. they can do it. Right. Yeah, yeah, because, because, well, because, just because you're famous doesn't mean you're smart. Uh, smart. So just to be very clear here and summarize this very quickly, what Firewatch did is absolutely illegal. They had a license on their website to stream. That license didn't say revocable or non-revocable, which means they can revoke it. They did revoke it, and then they're allowed to do a DMCA takedown. To go to the next step of that, they can't sue him for streaming it the past year because there was a license up, but they can absolutely DMCA that video and, and uh, have damages for any new videos or uses by PewDiePie going forward. And the interesting kind of add-on argument there is this was a video, not a stream. It was even if a video of a stream, it's still a video, and the license wasn't for that. So there's an argument to be made that Firewatch could even sue for this past year's use, and that's it. That's where the law is. There's no other caveats to that. 
if if PewDiePie gets got sued over this, I would love to argue in favor of Let's Plays. I would love to argue in favor of uh, these kind of streams. But as the law stands, there is no argument. There is no question here. Don't think that it's transformative, so you're okay. That's not how this works. Let's Play videos are infringing, and they require a license. And here that license was revoked, and that's it. Yeah, we're not saying what's right or wrong, just what the law is. Right. I'm not defending the law. I'm explaining it. Which is important. Thank you. Thank you, Austin. And thank you, Ryan O'Connor. Kiss my ass. And we just wanted to give a little shout-out to some new members of the Robot Congress family. We picked up a few research assistants on the way that would help us with our deep dives. We just wanted to thank Caroline Womack, Brandon Large, and Laura Fagan for all of the awesome work they've been doing so far. And we just want to thank you for all the work that you're going to be doing in the future. Just like I was here to replace Austin, they're here to replace me. Yeah. And you're doing quite a good job of it. We're moving really fast. we we got to have a high turnover rate because that's how you get the best people for the best jobs. Mostly mo- nobody wants to work with Morrison. <laughs> and that'll do it this week. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Ryan Morrison. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Robot Austin. And you can follow the show at Robot underscore Congress. O'Connor doesn't have a Twitter. And I'm never but please draw pictures it. of him and send them to Robot Congress. All right. I am going to go sleep for a week. Goodbye. Rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and also leave very positive reviews of our show. Yes, at least four, five stars. Only five stars. Only five stars. Good night. Unless you don't think we deserve it. Good night again. <laughs> Good night. That was a headgum podcast. No, I say last goodnight. Goodnight. All right. Wow, you're seven years old. <laughs> I get last but goodbye. It's important. It, it is important. It's you the sign off. People don't know our off. show. People don't know the show's over until I say goodnight. That's they, right. Some one guy just listened in his car for a week. Because <laughs> he just sat there like, wow, this is a long pause. He just, luckily it was a truck driver and he needed the long pause anyway. That's right. He needed the rest. But then the next episode came out the next week and I said goodnight on that episode and he finally got to sleep and see his family finally, again. Instead of taking all the stimulants to keep up. That's you right. say important. You don't say important anymore. You, you were saying that Pudipi. Pudipi. Whatever. But you're the one that you, you used to have conniptions because that one teacher said important. But you I now know. say important. I have a cold. Wait, what's no, the difference? You, you've been saying it more lately. I noticed. What's he saying? saying what's he not saying? Instead of saying important with the first T in there, it's important with a D. Oh, oh, oh! That that's maybe that's maybe that's West Coast. Maybe that's hashtag that's West, West Coast, Coast Ryan. Ryan. So All important. right, important. All right, good night for real. I don't know how I say it. All right, later. Also, All make right. sure that you say good night last, Austin. <laughs> good night. Good night.